0: Welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Scripture for today is Luke 2.11. It says this. I've just read it, so you should remember it already. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ Jesus our Lord. This is what I want to do today. I want to praise God with you, and I want to rejoice with you with with our great friend and our saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, as much as Jesus was a man who walked on the earth, he is also God. And we can never forget who it is that we worship every single week our God, our Saviour Jesus. Jesus is life to us. The purpose of and for life that we live. The message that you and I carry every day into our workplace, in our families, through a community, the way we conduct our lives and the reason that we do that is all Jesus Christ. You know, James Irwin served as Apollo Lunar Module pilot for Apollo 15 and it was the fourth human uh, lunar landing. James said this, he said, the most significant achievement of our age is not that man stood on the moon, but rather that God in Jesus Christ stood upon the earth. Today we don't just celebrate a man, a bit emotional. We celebrate God in Jesus Christ who stood here with us. He stood on planet earth with you and I. Jesus, he lives as we live. He laughs as we do. He hurt as we do. And he suffered as we do. But he found victory as we can. That is who Jesus is. We celebrate our redeemer, our healer, our forgiver, our authority giver, our victor, our proclaimer, our provider, our restorer, our hope giver, our Lord and our saviour Jesus Christ. The one who washes us, who cleanses us, who covers us, who empowers us, who heals us and has redeemed us. Amen. Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, It's okay to be a little bit excited today. If you haven't picked up, I am, and you can be too. You know, in Scriptures, John 1 tells us that Jesus was and is the Word of God. That all things are made through Jesus, and nothing was made without Jesus. Jesus is our life. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just something crazy to think about? Everything was made through Him. Everything was made for him. Everything was made by the purposes of our God in heaven. And the son, I always love that. I've told it before, but the story of God in heaven. Would you like to hear the story of God in heaven? I know it and you don't. I get a special download on weekends. So God was in heaven one day and they decided to create humanity. They were born in heaven. Lots of angels around, and they were fantastic. But he wanted to build and form his prize. It's you and it's me. So they were in heaven one day. And they said, how are we going to do this? Well, the only way you can do this, Father God, is if they have free will. Oh, why is that? Well, without free will, they won't really worship you. They'll just be robots. And we, we don't want that. They can make that. We'll give them the ability to. But we want love to be amongst this picture. So they said, okay, if we give them free will, then they most likely will choose sin. And they most likely will choose condemnation and to doubt themselves and to look badly and poorly at their lives and to not see everything that we have created for them. Well, well, then we need a, a redeemer. We need someone. And then Jesus goes, Oh, I can do that. And Father God goes, Are you like this is really big. You're you're gonna live as they live. You'll be able to identify with every form and type of suffering that they will walk through. You'll be tempted with doubt as well. In fact, I sent Lucifer to the earth, and he roams it. And he's going to tempt you like he tempts them. And they won't be strong enough to deal with that. Do you think you could do this, Jesus? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And then Father God goes, if you do this, you're going to have to be crucified for them and lay down when you're on that cross I'm going to I'm going to turn my back to you and Jesus realized in that moment that he would no longer be in the glory and the majesty and the holiness of Father God but he said he would do it for you and I this is amazing isn't it and the spirit said okay okay I'll do this I'll I'll stand with you Jesus I can't physically do that as you can but I'm going to prepare humanity for you I'm going to send John first, and he'll prepare the way naturally. But I'm going to be released. If you release me, I can go into the hearts and the spirits of every man and woman and child. And I'll prepare them for their creator. And so they make this agreement. Jesus came and died. And he fulfilled what he did, all for you and I. The Spirit of God roams this world, the Bible says. And he looks for people to draw them back to the Father. Every heart that has the smallest gap, smallest bit of light in it, that's not hard beyond impossibility, that he looks for that. He looks for the light and he draws the light out of you and I and turns our hearts back to the Father. Today, we have every right. Today, we have every desire to say, Thank you, Jesus. To worship as the team just led us before, to bow our knee and to sing a song of victory for what our Savior has done for us. This is the life that Jesus came to live for you and I. Amen. Jesus is the grace of God that we can be close to Him, and He is the truth that you and I can be transformed by Him. John the Baptist said he had seen and can testify that Jesus is the Son of God. You know, I've often come across two questions that people ask. Number one is, why would God choose to come to earth? And the other one is, why would he choose to reveal himself to us as a human? These are great questions. So I want to read you a story today, and I'm definitely going to cry through this story. And it's called The Goose Story. There was a Scottish farmer who did not believe in the Christmas story. The idea that God would become a man was absurd. His wife, however, was a Christian, and her husband would ridicule her, mocking her faith and her belief. It's all nonsense, he said. Why would God lower himself to become a human like us? It's such a ridiculous story. And then one snowy Sunday evening, when his wife and children were in church, the farmer relaxed at home. After they had left, the uh, weather deteriorated into a a blinding snowstorm. Then he heard a loud thump against the window, then another thump. He ventured outside to see what was happening, and there in the field he saw a large flock of geese. They had been migrating south but had, not, uh, but had become disorientated by the storm. They were standing on his, stranded on his farm, unable to fly or see their way. The farmer took compassion on them. He wanted to help them. He realized that his barn would give them shelter for the night. So he opened the barn doors and stood back, hoping that they would make their way in. But they didn't realize that it would shelter; it'd be shelter for them. So he tried to shoo the geese in. But they ran in all directions, as they do. Perplexed, he got some bread and made a trail to the barn door. But he still didn't, they still didn't catch on. Nothing he could do would get them into the warmth and the shelter of the barn. Feeling totally frustrated, he exclaimed, why don't they just follow me? Can't they see? This is the only place where they can survive the storm. How can I possibly get them to follow me? Then he thought for just a moment, and he realized that they would not follow a human. And he said to himself, how can I possibly save them? The only way would be for me to become a goose. If you know the story, does everyone know the ending? I cry because I know the ending. You want to hear the ending? If only I could become like one of them then I could save them. They would follow me and I would lead them to safety. It was at that moment that he stopped and he realized what he had just said. If only I could become like one of them, then I could save them. It was then that he understood God's heart towards mankind. See, this is why God in Christ Came down to earth to lead us somewhere. See, the angel Gabriel told Mary that Jesus would be called Emmanuel, which translates to God with us. See, the only way that God could save you and I was to become like you and I so that he could lead us into safety. Just here and now, sure, but also in eternity. Eternity is real. It's, it's a place. It's a somewhere. It's a something waiting for you and I. And it's real and God has a plan for you and I today. This is what we celebrate as a church today, that God immersed himself in the chaos of this world so that you could know him and experience his love and so that he could save you and I. In closing this morning, Today we celebrate the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ, the anointed one. He was and is God, the Son. He came to earth. He walked a life as any of us walk. And he is victoriously, he has victoriously made a way so that we can now walk in victory also. This is what we are celebrating in finishing Hebrews 13, 20 to 21. Now may the God of peace who brought us up, our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Do you receive that today in your life for you? Today we do celebrate Jesus, and Jesus makes the famous scripture of Matthew 6.10 possible for us. Jesus said these words. He said, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus lived that, and he has made it possible for his kingdom to come, and his will to be done in your life as it already is planned in heaven. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm wondering today, you you might be listening to this and you're just like, I, I thought I was coming to a, just a nice Christmas service for the morning. And here I am exampling and, and showing you the, the reality of who Jesus Christ actually is. You know, A service in this church is never a religious service. A service in this church is always filled with passion, with compassion, with victory, and with love for Jesus Christ because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And we know that life starts and finishes with Jesus. And if you have not given your heart to Jesus before, you aren't living life yet. There is a whole nother realm of life that you could be living And the invitation is always open in the kingdom of God. The door is never closed. God never shuts the door and goes, I like that one, but I don't really like them. There's no such thing as a naughty list with God. He only sees you as a son and a daughter. That's all he sees. He sees you as righteousness and victorious, even though you may not. He still sees that because he knows the seeds that he has placed in your life And he knows who it is that you can become if you would just give your everything, your all to him. See, Jesus isn't about subtraction, he's about multiplication. In other words, giving your heart to God isn't about rules and regulations that stop life being fun. You'll do that all on your own once you know Jesus. But he doesn't come in with all these rules and call it a Bible and you take it home and you start reading a real book. That's not what happens. See, you get a Bible because as you read it, life starts to dwell up inside of you, well up. And you start to feel victorious. You start to believe what you're reading. You start to understand what's going on in this world around you. I just want to say this. I'm going to give people an opportunity this morning to give their hearts to Jesus. But I want to say this. Your best life is yet ahead. As, a, as someone who's never given their heart to God, your best life is is yet ahead. As people in this place that have given their hearts to God, I want to say the same to you today. The more you surrender, you've got a a few days left for this year that you can surrender a few things. But next year, as you surrender more and more, your best life is still ahead of you. That what you feel like in your Christian walk today is not it. Trust me, there is a never-ending journey with Jesus. It's always from glory to glory, from victory to victory, with purpose and more purpose. It's never-ending. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. So if you're here this morning, you've never made this decision, I'm going to ask if every eye could just be closed. We're just going to respect the moment. I'm not going to embarrass anyone. We don't do that here. But we do lift our hands every Sunday. It's just the moment for us just to acknowledge what I'm saying from the platform, but also for you to say, God, hey, God, here I am. So this morning, every eyes closed, if you would like to just give your hearts to God, I'm just going to look across this place. Why don't you just boldly lift your hand right now, and then I'll just pray with you.